bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Um, Derek said before the break, Dr. Ken, I don't have any money and never had any money because the system made sure this, sure of this, which I didn't understand. I don't understand what you mean by the system. They need training that will help raise a family and pay bills. Then he added, I never was paid what I was supposed to get them jobs were sent away. You really do your best to say this is easy. No, I, I never said it was easy. I never said it was easy, ever. I'm never going to tell you that something you're doing is easy or not. I can only tell you what I did in order to get what I have. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy going to work every day. Knowing that if I didn't have a uniform and a badge and a gun, some of the same people, not all of them, some of the same people would have jacked me up and might have possibly done things to me because they thought I was a black man and I wasn't going to complain because I was from Milwaukee or from wherever, Chicago, New York, L.A. So that's in the back of my mind. That's happened to me on the way home, getting off work, going home with a jacket on over my uniform and get stopped by the police and ask, where am I going? Why did you stop me? Like, you literally did an illegal traffic stop. Like, why did you stop me? Are you getting an attitude? Yes, I'm getting an attitude. Why do you have an attitude, sir? Because I just left you at the district an hour ago, and you don't even recognize me because you're too stupid, because all you see is a black guy in a car, and you pulled him over illegally without a traffic infraction. So what are we doing? Like, what exactly are we doing? Well, you're driving down this street. Where does it say I can't drive down the street at 4 o'clock in the morning? Like, show me where. Show me where I can't be out at night when a third of the population works midnight to 8. 
Show me where it says that. Ain't nothing going on good at night. No, it's not going on good at night for you. That's your house, your neighborhood, your family. I remember one time a friend of mine who was a black cop who worked in District 7 said he had a partner who constantly asked, why are black people out at night all the time? It's like they come out at night and they do this and they do that and I don't understand. And one of the things he was reminded, he, he reminded this, this white officer, who we have to take time that when people have questions, answer them. Stop being so arrogant that we can't just like, and, and it's, it's two-way, learn from each other. It, it doesn't take anything to learn from each other, to be respectful, right? He said, well, here's what happens. You have a group of people who live in a building where the, the owner lives in Oconomowoc, I'm just picking it up, just somewhere out in Lake Country, who owns a building that they didn't use the money that you pay to send all their kids to school, graduate, all that, private school, college. They're making tens of thousands of dollars off of property they own, probably hundreds. They keep it bare minimum. The people that work there don't make a lot of money so they can't really afford a better place to live. There's no air. They may have one, maybe two air conditioners, but they can't afford to run them all the time because what? They got to pay the electric bill. So when it's cool outside and the sun goes down, you go sit on the porch. That's been something I did as a kid. At night, everybody in the family came and sat outside on the porch. It's familial. And it's cultural. So instead of bashing stuff you don't understand, try to try to embrace it and look at it and see why something is. Derek went on to say, you didn't pay for equipment. The city pays for that. And you paid payroll deduction, right? I, I'm not understanding what your question is and why. And the city, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what, what does that mean? Because I chose to become a law enforcement officer and the city paid for my uniform and stuff. That's bad. That means I chose a job where the majority of the time, everything I wore, the only thing I paid for were my boots, my socks, my underwear, and my T-shirt. That's it. Everything else they bought. Oh, my flashlight. That's it. Somebody else who was eligible could have easily done the same thing. Don't complain about teachers who many times have Cadillac insurance. They may not get paid as much as they want to get paid. They get Cadillac insurance. Don't get mad at them. Why? Because they chose to teach. They chose to go in these schools and teach our kids. So let's not get upset about somebody choosing something they did. Life is not fair. And the older you get, the more you understand we live life in the gray area, not the black and white. And it's tough. But when people are wrong, you have to give them a chance to be right. I mean, you got to correct them. But I digress. So what does it mean because I didn't pay for the equipment the city pays for and that I had payroll deduction? So if you say you couldn't get a bank account, that that matters. Like, I don't I don't understand what that means. That I was able to have a. Have a have a pension and have a um, 
uh, deferred comp so that I could save something? Like, I don't, what, what does that mean, Derek? I'm not going to apologize for working at a job that paid me well, took care of my family, and I was successful. I'm, I'm just not. And it doesn't, here, here, and, and here's, here's where, where I think we miss it as a community. And I had somebody tell me that, and I've said this before. Somebody told me that if somebody wins, then somebody has to lose. And I said, that's not true. Well, if you get paid and you're a, a, a CEO and you get paid, which I think the average pay this year was like $20 million or something, and you get paid $20 million, well, you know what, let me, because I just saw DZ like freak out. So let me see. Average 2021 20, CEO pay. Oh, I was bad. It was only 15.6 million. Anyway, so CEOs were paid 399 times as much as the typical worker in 2021. Here's my point. So work hard, start a business, and build up yours. I don't know. Is it that easy? No, it's not that easy. Is it tough? Sure it is. But when you put my name on the front and it fails, that's me. So I, I might want to get paid a little bit more. What you want, DZ? I got a question, Dr. What? King. What? <laughs> so how did you go about prevailing or moving past? Because I get that you're saying it, it isn't easy, nor should it be, to get ahead in life. Correct. Or else everybody would have it and nobody would be ahead. Right. But how do you prevail past those points? Now, talking a little bit of you getting pulled over by your own people, by them boys in blue out here making basically an illegal stop. Right. How do you prevail past those little things, past that, past anything else you've experienced as far as negativity or a setback or a downfall without it letting really like get to you mentally, like for your legacy, you know? Because me being here is going to stop them from doing it to someone else. And you have to have the mindset that you are not here for you. I'm here for my children, the people that come after me, that they have it better. I can't help you if you're my age or a little bit less than me. I'm sorry, I can't. But if you're 20, 30 years younger than me, I can show you some stuff that you could move through and go over a couple bumps because because you, you have to do that in order to learn in order to build up that intestinal fortitude to 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 stand in the midst of your storm while it's storming and make it through. That's how you're gonna make it. I can show you how to do that. I can say, hey, you need to do this, 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 this. Yeah, but it's gonna storm. Yes, it's gonna storm. Get over it. You're gonna buy a house. Your house gonna flood. Your roof gonna leak. Yo, your 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 furnace is gonna shut down, and you have to get it fixed, just like your car. You have to buy new tires. You got so if you plan for it, you can overcome anything. If you don't plan for it, you don't. I had people beefing. What you going back to school for? Because I know I'm gonna retire, and after I retire, then I'm gonna want to work. Because when I retire, I'm gonna be in my mid fifties, and I'm gonna need something to do. So that's what I did. And so that's what you do. So what I did is I looked back at my life and I realized, and I know we got to take a break. And I, I realized that I didn't want to be an alcoholic like my father. I didn't want to smoke like a chimney like my mother. 
because both of them died. So you're not going to be perfect, but what are some of the things you can do so that you don't go out like that and you can, you can last that much longer. So growing up, my drive was that my father died at 41 and my mother died at 59. I just want to get there. Let me just get there. That's all like simple stuff. Still take care of the family. Still take care of what <laughs> he said. Dr. Ken, you live in a dream world. You think everybody can do what you did. And you know, that's not true. Of course you can. You can't do what I did. If you miss what I said, you need to do what you do. I'm just telling you what I did. I never said do what I did. I said I could show you what I did. And then you do what you do. Because not everybody wants to be a cop. They might want to be a firefighter, be a teacher, be a lawyer, be a medical doctor, all that. Do what you do. But it still takes the same intestinal fortitude. It takes the same standing in the midst of a storm while the storm is going on so you can overcome it and win. Like you still have to do all those things no matter what it is. You still have to raise children, take care of your family, take care of your spouse. Make sure You still have to do all those things. So I'm not living in a dream world. I'm telling you what I had to do, what I had to get through. The reputation of everybody thinking I'm like my father. The reputation of thinking I'm like the negative people in my family and having to overcome that. To come to a police department that treated me like I was every other black person because they didn't think black people belonged on the department at the time in the, in, in, in the beginning, which is how I got the job in the first place because there was a lawsuit in the League of Martin sued in order for black people and women to get hired in the first place. So having to put up with all that, I don't see it as being any different. My struggle through college was the same. My struggle through high school was the same. My struggle in the neighborhood was the same. What I learned are the coping tools to make it through. Not everybody can do what I did because I know people that have done more. I know people who have, who've got more. And sometimes I look at it. And I go, man, I wish I had done what they did when they were younger. But then I forget, as long as God puts breath in your body, means that no matter what, still time for you to do it. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Take those monies and spread across families. My sister Hattie and Lou, the nephews, cousins, and TT. Eric, the rest of beef for whatever she wants to do. She might start an institute. She might put poor kids in school. My stake in Rock Nation should go to you. Leave a piece for your siblings to give to their children, too. Title the champagne. Do say i like to see a nice peace fund ideas for people who look like we. We gon' start a society within society. That's major. Just like the Negro League. There was a time America wouldn't let us ball. Those times are now back. It's now called Afrotech. Generational wealth, that's the key. My parents ain't half shoot, so that shift started with me. My mom that's it, took right her there. money, she bought me bonds. 
That was the sweetest thing of all time. Uh. Family didn't legacy, have. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Black excellence, Boom. baby. You gonna let them see. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellency. Baby, let them see. 833-212-1017 is the number. I was gonna rebut it, but my boy said it much better than me. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Billy from Brown Deer, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Dr. Harris, you coming with it tonight, man. Yes, sir. You were coming with it tonight. I want to say uh, the message you, you have is amazing. It's right on point. I'm not sure if you went to church yesterday, but you sound inspired. Um, leading past the pain. You mentioned every reason why you should give up, why you should not do this and not do that. And all you said was, you know what? It's there. But I got to see past that for for the future. That vision, that, that's, that's a real superpower. And I think that more of us can hone into that, having conversations from people like you, to be quite honest. Okay. If Thank someone ever had this message at 15, might change their entire life. So this vision, conversation, but being real, knowing that the pain is going to be there, but lead past the pain, Yep. that's serious, man. I, I appreciate you for that one. Keep going, Dr. Harris. You're welcome. I appreciate it. But it it I'm I'm not pontificating or saying, oh, this is why I did it and it's great and it's all that. It was hell. There's no other way to put it. It was hard. Not knowing dude, you ever live from paycheck to paycheck? No, 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 no. When there's too much month left over at the end of the money, that's living paycheck. See, paycheck to paycheck is you waiting on the next check and you got money till the next check and then it runs out. I'm talking about when you get to like day 16 and you got and you got like 10 more to go and you still at dude. When you got to flip a credit card in order to get food because you got to feed your babies and then pay off the credit card and then start it over the next month and then pay off the credit. Meanwhile, making sure your credit rating is high and you want to get a job and you got to save money and you got to get out of here. And that's why it seems like I don't care. But I still attribute it to Bishop Hines. I still got to say what he said. If you if you want to go through what I went through to get what I got, that's fine. But you got to step up. You can't just say you want what somebody has and then pretend like it's just going to drop in your lap and woe is me because I had a hard time. You are not. The fact that you're breathing and living means that the worst hasn't happened yet. That means there's still time. And that's why I sound like I'm heartless because of all the crap I had to put up with and all the things I'm putting up with today for you. You know how much crap I took for just working at this radio station? Why would you want to work there? There are white people that run that station. White people own that station. White people, there's Jewish people. That, time out. Did you do it? <laughs> Like, did you step up for the black community when all hell was breaking loose? Did you did you step up when nobody else was stepping up? And when you stepped up, all your friends stepped back and looked at you, Craig Carmazan, like he was crazy. What are you doing? Why are you wasting your time and money? And then he still did it. And we're here two years later where people said it wouldn't last six months. That takes unmitigated gall. 
that takes fear, but not a fear of failure. Because that's what it comes down to. You can't be afraid to fail. And we talk about it, but we just not about it. Credit cards, how many black people have them? <clears throat> what does that even mean? Ask a question. Derek, stop being general to try to catch me to say something today so you can bash it and come up with some other statistic or some other thing to say black people don't have this and black people don't have that. I'm talking about when I'm working in a two-parent household where, where we have income and you get a credit card. Now watch this. Anybody can get a credit card. Interest rate, that's a whole other conversation. But if you pay it off every month, the interest rate don't matter. Whereas some people say it do matter. People are different. People have different circumstances and different things happen. But to constantly be negative about everything and constantly say, can't nobody do it and nobody can do it when somebody is telling you that they actually did it and went through all the crap in the world and still made it. Every statistic that was ever negative in America, I lived through it. People in the family on drugs, people of parents died, both died. All that. And, and come on, moving in with your grandmother because you can't afford to live anywhere. People that live with your grandmother don't like you living there because they don't like you because now they look at you as a loser and your mother as a loser and your sisters as a loser because you don't have anywhere to live. So you got to come live with us. What I praise is the fact that my mother sucked it up and did for her family the way a mother and a parent is supposed to do. That was my role model. You don't stop till you're dead. And you suck it up and you soldier on. And that's what I did. So while you were too busy complaining, I was in school getting a second bachelor's degree. And when I was done getting my second bachelor's degree, the contract with the Milwaukee Police Department said, oh, we'll accept any bachelor's degree. So now I went, I got, I'm stuck with two bachelor's degrees. Now what do I do? I kept going and got my MBA. What the heck? I may as well. Maybe I'll start teaching. And then stop that. All the while doing it at night, overnight, Two or three nights a week going to school for four hours before I went to work to work another 16. So when I hear you complain about, oh, my God, this job is hard and you're working four hours a day. Shut up. I'm watching mothers and fathers with no education work themselves to a bone to make sure their kids have better. Just like I did, just like my mother did. That's where I got the work ethic from. And thank God I was able to pass it on to my children and I watched them work today. And they went to school and saw white kids who had less. And in, and in some instances, some of the kids that they picked to be their best friends ended up, ended up not doing as well as them. Ended up changing their major because they couldn't handle it. And they persevered and finished and graduated and are doing great. Will life always be smooth? Absolutely not. But I think I've prepared them enough because I let them see the struggles I had, the struggles me and their mother had, 
and how we work through them and how we saved and how we created all that. So now they know, hey, at least I got a roadmap. I might have to have a coach come in and help me with some of it, but at least I got a roadmap on where I can get. That's all. Dr. Ken, I think that's the difference. As I'm listening to you talk, I get the roadmap, but most generations nowadays want Mm -hmm. the GPS. They want turn-by-turn directions, and they want to be basically guided. But you can't. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because your circumstances and your past are different. We might be on the road to the same place, but the circumstances are different. I don't think we realize that as much as it is. It's actually happening to us. You know, we think, right. well, we see everything around us and we go, well, how, well why not me? Why not right. this? Why not? It's not your life. It's not. It's their life. Right. They're doing something differently. You did something differently. I'm right. doing something differently. But it's like you get caught up and go, well, I, that's just what it is. You know? Right. Look at Derek. He said, you got all those degrees and now you work for somebody else. What is your point, Derek? Why are you so negative? Like, what's with the negativity? I work for some. Here's the difference in that between you and me. Since you want to go there before we go to break, we're going to go there. I work here because I choose to work here. I don't work here because I have to work here. That's the difference between you and me. So when you say that, when you put it in and put the work in, that's why I've started other businesses. To leave a legacy. Why don't you do that? Instead of talking about it, be about it. Send me the list of all the stuff you've done, Derek, in the community. The people you've helped. The scholarship money you've raised. The scholarship money you've paid. The scholarship letters that you've gotten like I've gotten where kids said thank you every single year for giving me money so I could go to school. Where's yours at, Derek? Where's, where's your work at? Where are the organizations you're in that come together collectively and help build? Where? Because I don't see it on here. I work for somebody else different from you, Derek. I don't even know if you have a job. That, watch the assumption. I thought when you get educated, you would start your own business. I did. Three of them. What's your point, Derek? You need a job? See, what it comes down to is you hate people who other people think are successful. But that means that you must not like yourself. I don't don't know. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying at some point, why so negative? Or you think you're tweaking me by making me or poking me and think I'm upset about it, but I'm not. I'm passionate about the fact that all the things that I've done in life, I have done because other people helped me, pointed me in the right direction, showed me what they were doing. These are the things of important in community. If you say you're going to give back to community, these are the things you need to do. But what, whatever you do, you need to have the ability to use your skills and your resources to give back. Not what somebody else says. You don't dictate whether or not I'm giving back or whether or not I'm black. I do. And I'll never give anybody that power over me. It comes down to education can be whatever you want it to be. That's why I went back to school, got my second bachelor's MBA from Concordia. 
University. Just like the commercial says, different year, same dream. It's time to go for it. Concordia University does exactly what I did. This is my testimony. This is why they support my show. That's why they sponsor my show. They offer accelerated bachelor's degrees, flexible schedules, online courses. That's what I did. Imagine saving both time and money while completing your MBA, doctorate in business or education, master's in computer science or digital humanities, doing it fully online. You were meant for an uncommon life, so what are you waiting for? Capture that dream. Find out more at cuw.edu, Concordia University. Live uncommon. And that's what I'm doing. I would not have known Concordia University existed unless my children were in elementary school and Ellen Sohn said, oh, you're trying to go back to school. Have you thought about Concordia? And I said, what's that? And that was in September when my daughter started school. By October, I was in school in 98. And by 2000, I had graduated in a year and a half with a second bachelor's. Going to school in the evening before class. But yeah, somebody wanted to complain that I'm not giving back and I'm not doing like, really? And Pamela, I am, <laughs> Derek is a troll, and I'm not, I'm not giving Derek energy. I'm giving somebody else energy. I want to thank Derek for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. But then again, that might make him jealous, so I'll be quiet. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I mean, no, nobody, I'm like, I could say it, but you got to leave it to Jay-Z sometime. You got to. 833-212-1017 is the number. LT said, most of my hardships have come from self-inflicted wounds, i.e. bad decisions. I sacrificed relationship and career to take care of my elderly parents, jealous relatives, 
when they died, stole all the money. I'm still plugging on and I'm successful. They come from both. Hardships come from both. They come from other people and they come from you by the mistakes you make. The mistakes you make and the things other people give you is called stupid tax. Sometimes you got to pay in time, effort, because you do dumb stuff, right? Sometimes we do stupid stuff. So then what do you do? 833-212-1017. When you hit that place where you hit the wall and go, I'm done. I can't go any further. I'm, I'm, I'm down and out. I can't do it. What do you do? I mean, I know what I did. What do you do? That, that linchpin for me was college when I was about ready to quit in my senior year. Too much, too much stress, too much time, not enough money, not enough job. Oh, it, just, it just hit me, and I was ready to go. 833-212-1017 is the number. Winky, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, good evening to you, doctor. What's up? Uh, I was listening to uh, to some of the things you were saying, and I had my phone died. I had to use somebody else's phone. I'm, my, my thing is this. Uh, when the brother called or texted in, uh, kind of asked a lot of questions. See, that's called, he probably don't even know what it's called. It's called success shaming. Uh, when you ask the person whatever you did, when he's doing, or you got this, man, why you ain't looking out for the family? Why you ain't looking out for me? Why you why you letting your folks do this? Why you got all this? Your folks is leaking like this. Uh, that's called success shaming. Now, one thing about it is, and that's a real word, it's, it's success shaming. And that really, it mostly comes from our, uh, from our family. If, if you got anything and you're doing something big, the family feels that you owe them something. It's sort of like being a Christian. And if you do anything wrong, the first thing a person going to say, you're supposed to be saved. You're supposed to be a Christian. Uh, uh, so it, it's, it falls in that same category. So the brother probably didn't know what he was doing. Or he might have just wanted to poke at you, man, because, you know, I like to do that sometimes. Just poke at somebody. Just poke at you. You know, you got a, plot, a platform wide open. So he was probably doing that, but he didn't realize what he was doing. But I'm glad you was able to put your dukes up and defend yourself because success shaming has caused many people to uh, uh, throw their hands down, man, and, and walk away or, or give everything away they got. Because they, the, the people that made them feel that you're supposed to give me this. You're supposed to do that. Look, we ain't got nothing. You know where we come from and you having it. And you wind up giving everything. Now all everybody broke in the same thing. At least you had somebody that could at least give you a sandwich if you really, really needed a, 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 you know, a bread sandwich or, or whatever kind of sandwich you like. So that's what I just wanted to say. The brother might have didn't even know what he was doing. But that's called success shaming. And it mostly comes from our family members. Or folks that's close to you that feels that you owe them, or you should be doing for them more than you uh, that they feel that you are. So that's what I want to say, man. I appreciate you. All right, thank you, Winky. Appreciate you. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. You know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Hmm. I got that, Winky. I mean, those those are profound words. I mean. You know, I mean, me and Winky chop it up and go back and forth, but that's that's just out of love, you know. But but at some point, you know, wisdom is wisdom. 
I just gave up a long time trying to apologize for doing things for me and my family. I'm, I'm just not. And so the question is, how do you get past success shaming? How do you get past it? Hmm. We'll talk about that when we come back. 833-212-1017. So you heard what happened to me today. You heard what people said. What do you think I should do behind that? How should people respond? If you weren't me, how would you respond to somebody pushing you into a corner and pointing their finger at you and telling you all the things that Derek said to me? 833-212-1017 is the number. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I want to say thank you to Northwestern Mutual for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We are proud to be supported by a national leader in financial services, which has been helping families and businesses achieve financial security for over 160 years. Make sure you download the 101 Truth app. Listen to our financial literacy interviews every month with Northwestern Mutual on the Sherwin Hughes and Dr. Ken show. I also want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a law firm that has made such a positive impact in our community. So if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call. That's all. And by the way, so we're coming up at the end of the month, and we only got another, like, really two days left at the end of the month. So starting December 1st, it's going to be the last month for the Black Business Give Back. So make sure 
you ready? Like when it go dink, like dial. 833-212-1017. Do whatever you got to do. But what you really need to do is go to blackbusinessgiveback.com, sign up, and be done. Now, you can try it now because we may not have all 10 for this month. And you can try it for December, too, because if you haven't made it the last 11 months, you still got 10 more chances to do it this month. Be one of the first 10 businesses to sign up at blackbusinessgiveback.com December 1st. And if your business is selected, you win $2,000 worth of commercial advertising right here on The Truth. Blackbusinessgiveback.com. Be eligible. You have to be in business at least a year and in Milwaukee County. Black Business Give Back is sponsored by 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank. Member FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I, I kept this from the old place. All right. That's my picture of Mel. I got to put that up. Yep. <laughs> Identical. I know she's going to beat me. Ooh. I know she's going to beat me up when she sees me. So I'm not going to. Wednesday morning, I'm going to be like, hey. And then just run out. Matter of fact, I'm not going to speak Wednesday morning. I'm not going to get beat up. Get all pumped. Get all. Yeah. 833-212-1017 is the number. You remember my question I asked before we went to break? What was it? You asked, how do you get past success shamers? If somebody right. random, when, right. not you, in your shoes or in a situation like yours, how do you get past success shamers? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Cause I'm I, I have a way that I've done that, but I'm interested in how other people did it. Like I'm I'm I have very very clear um, examples of when when people tried to shame me for being successful because I had moved beyond what they thought I should have moved beyond. Like working in an organization and somebody decided that the work that I was doing today was not commiserate to what the organization does. To which I tried to remind them, I've moved past that. I don't do that anymore. I do this. Right? I don't I don't give. I facilitate now. I, I try to say, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? If you're going to be young and innovative and doing all that stuff and being creative, I've been where you're trying to go. So I can like point you in the right direction and then you could build it the way you want to build it. But I've often run into people who basically said I was too old and I didn't have what it takes to, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. And so then what do you do? Like, what do you do when people tell you that? What do you do when people literally shame you by saying, you know what? You, you did all that gone. I got this. I'm going to just do what I do. You know what I had to do? I had to step off. I had to say, okay. But unfortunately, what it forces you to do is let people fall on their own. When they fall and they figure out that there's nobody around to help them up. And it could have been me. It could have been somebody else because they thought they had it and they didn't know they didn't have it. 
because they're not self-aware enough to recognize that you have faults and there's something you can't do. Guess what? You gotta leave them on their own. And that's unfortunate because we're here to help each other. And that's what God called us to do each and every day. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms. The Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Tori Lowe shows up next. And you can hang out and listen to Sherwin Hughes and MK in the morning and me around midnight and again at 5 a.m. Because tomorrow morning, MK in the morning going to roll in with Mel and DZ and they're going to be on it. Because it's going to be time to wake up. God bless. Take care. Appreciate you, DZ. As always, I'm out. This time, I actually will see you in 22 hours.